Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Sports Exchange. I have an awesome panel tonight, and yes, I'm sitting in for the infamous, maybe, Scott Motor City Madmo, who is out of town. He is covering the Red Wings versus Tampa Bay Lightning last game of the season tomorrow night. Anybody know who the hell she's talking about? Not at all. All I know is this new one has a lot more hair. Yeah, yeah. Newman has a lot more hair and a lot less talkative. <laughs> right. The one, the one she's talking know. about is like a Mountain Dew connoisseur, or so I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's we, me. We I'm still we here. <laughs> He's not the only one. Speaking fact, of which, I'm, I'm that, right back. I'm, in fact, I'm the one that started him on it. He used to be a big Diet Coke drinker, and I always did the Diet Mountain Dew. He came over to my side now. Uh-oh. But, oh, well, you, okay. well, you, well, you threatened to take him out of the bed. <laughs> oh my goodness see jeremy's got his too so we're all set well i'm excited for an awesome show today i'm gonna i'm glad to be joined by here mr denzel here welcome thank you appreciate it you know back like i never back like i left something so let's have fun let's have fun and then jacob the pundit pundit yo jb ellis How's it going? It's going good. And then there's smoking Jeremy B. With my size Mountain Dew. <laughs> with, with, with smoking MD. Yeah. And not 2020. <laughs> so right, there's, right. There's oh, I lot. used to. <laughs> there's a lot of different topics we're gonna we can t- we're gonna hit on tonight. First one we're gonna open up with Jeff Bezos won't submit a bid for the commanders. What do you think about that? Who wants to go first? Anybody? I think I don't think he wants to spend more than six billion dollars like the other two groups have offered. Well, here's the thing. I get the feeling. I get the feeling also it's besides the fact, besides this fact that um, the amount of money that they want and he doesn't want to give that. Who knows who's in his, who is going to be in his, um, you know, in the consortium? Who's going to be in the consortium? Are, who, what's going on behind the scenes? Are they, is there, are there certain ones right now that, like, here's the thing, in consortiums right now, you got to have at least one minority. You know, at least one minority in your, uh, you know, in the um, ownership groups. You got to have that. Does he have a point where there's none of those right now? Are there ones? Does he have a bunch of them, and they're not, and people are not happy? Is it? Is I got to remember also, Bezos has an issue with Dan Snyder. 
Everybody so got their booster. He's got COVID. He doesn't want him buying it. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, everybody got their booster. He's got COVID. I heard him sneeze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a hundred thousand things that it could be with this. But one of the things, I mean, we know they don't get along, but one of the things also is who's in the ownership groups and is the NFL stopping it or is it Snyder? Hmm. I don't think it's any of that, Jacob. I think Jeff Bezos just isn't interested in giving Daniel Snyder money. If it was a different team, I think he would have done it in a second. But he has no interest in helping Daniel Snyder. Not the right time for him. And to be honest with you, we want we want Jeff Bezos. I mean, is that the guy we want to own a team? <laughs> I That's I, the owner of Amazon, right? Yeah, Based yeah. out of Albuquerque. Yeah. You know what will happen. Whatever team he buys will end up in Albuquerque. Mark my words. Oh, boy. I see it as he doesn't want to be the next Gerald Ford. You know, the guy that followed Nixon. He doesn't want to inherit the last guys. You know what? He knows that the commanders has a stench on it. The name that stench is Dan Snyder. And And that stench has been losing. Exactly. You know, a losing there's, culture. This is not the 80s Redskins. Uh, yeah, well, what they were, the 80s Redskins. Redskins yeah. then. Foreskins. Mm-hmm. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not the even the early 90s you know, that won the Super Bowl. You know, that's really well that uh, spoken. <laughs> <laughs> they took my berry out of the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. But no, guess what? In 1991, it was the Redskins, and the way ESPN tries to cover that up is ridiculous. It's it's the Commanders now. Don't say Redskins now. Say Commanders now because that is the team, and that's the that's what we say. Because I find it because that's the yeah. go ahead. No, as I say, when you talk about that and the the emails and the investigation, I find it funny that out of 50 emails, we only hear about the 1500 from John Gruden. Yeah, well, it's only John Gruden. He was the only one that was a problem. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. There was nothing there from Brian Flores complaining about Miami ownership. There was nothing about the blatant racism that was going on in the Washington commanders locker room. There was none of that. Settle down. We we don't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Goodell's saying. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So. NFL, we're done. Let, let's go on. The playoffs for NBA have started. The playing games have started. I want everybody to predict who they think is going to be in the finals and who's going to win the finals. Your predictions here. For? The NBA. The NBA finals. So all the all the teams that are going in, who, who do you think is going to be in the final, the final two and who's going to win? Uh... I have got, I've got Philadelphia and Golden State. I would like to say Phoenix, but as far as the West goes, it doesn't matter if they're the sixth seed. It doesn't matter if they're in the play-in or if they're the one seed. A fully healthy Golden State squad is the most feared team in the playoffs. Point, period, point blank, end of story. As far as the East goes, I think Philly feels like this is their shot. You know, you got Embiid, who's probably going to win most valuable player. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got uh, James Harden, and, you know, everyone's got their criticisms about him. But he's averaging over 10 dimes a game, you know, as long as – yeah, I know you got something to say, Jacob. It's okay. Your turn's coming. 
<laughs> but um, but yeah, um, you know, as long as Philadelphia, but but to get there, they have to play flawless ball or their flawless ball and but beat anybody, Boston and beat Boston and yeah, and, and if they don't get taken out first, but um, if they can if they can somehow knock those either one of those two out, they got a great shot. So I've got Philadelphia and Golden State. I Milwaukee and Golden State. I'm going to with them on the West, but I mean it's James Harden. It's already out. I mean second round, so they'll take the Nets out. But I mean the Philadelphia is done after that. They just they they just have the. I'm just going to say forget the whole thing. What I say with Harden, they just had they had the same thing as the Dodgers. I'm going to go with the the lulls, the stupid the stupid losses. They'll have a couple dumb losses. The bad pitching by Clayton Kershaw, which is the yeah, bad yeah, dishes by James Hardison. Hardy. Yeah, 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 and it's like, and and do not <laughs> underestimate James Harden's ability to have a two for fifteen in Game Seven. You mean John Starks? This, the what? John Starks? Yeah, you remember that guy, JB? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, John Starks with a beard. John Starks with a beard. But no, do do not underestimate this because he's done this well more than once. And it's like, and after he goes two for 15 in the game seven and they lose, he'll be out with little baby or where the baby or whatever the hell the guy's name is. He'll be out at some strip club somewhere because he's not going to care. Because, and then he'll get, he'll get ready to go to Houston again and they can win 50 games there and not get to the finals. <laughs> Better what we got now. <laughs> that's, the truth. that's my point. That, that's the point that the next person that takes that job as well. I was talking about Steven Silas. The next guy that takes that job is going to inherit without Harden. But we got 50 wins. Listen, the sports world has been pretty cyclical the last few years. You've had two teams per city win. And the Bruins look dominating at hockey, which means that the Celtics are going to get out of the East, and they're both going to win the championship. In the West, you got the Phoenix Suns. Kevin Durant has to try to prove something, other than he's a crybaby and a loser, because that's what he is. But if he can get the Suns out of the West, Maybe I can respect them, but I think they're going to win the West. But, but Luca and Kyrie. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the team that was sixth in the West until the trade, and then they went below the yeah the ones that went four, four and sixteen in the last twenty games. Yeah, that team. But anyway, that was such a great that was such a great trade. You know what James Harden is? He is to the Seventy Sixers what Russell Westbrook was to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is why they won't make it to the finals. It will be Boston versus whoever. That's what I see happening. Boston's going to get to the finals. And it's probably Golden State again. And Golden State wins in six and doesn't allow it to go to game seven this year. Right. Yeah. And it's like, see, the thing is, and the Golden State's right. The thing is, I see the Lakers getting, um, getting their butt kicked by Memphis. So that part's it. Yeah, John Morant will go off, and then he'll go off and do something stupid and lose the next series. No, no, no. He'll go. He'll go off and find a seventeen-year-old somewhere to beat up. Yeah. Wow! All and flash a gun in front of. Yeah. <laughs> so, tell me what you guys feel about Minnesota Timberwolves forward Jaden McDaniels. Hand is in a cast and ruled out indefinitely for a fractured hand because he hit the wall. <laughs> and they, don't, um, they don't mean drinking. They don't uh, mean can I start? Them. I got an easy one. He could have used less lube. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 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 
Nice. <laughs> I'm leaving it at Here. that. Use your imagination. I will not be mean. I will, I will not, not use be my imagination. <laughs> wow. You get to follow that, JB. All I'm going to say is, wow. I win. <laughs> I made JB go, wow. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, if you're not smart enough to know that you play basketball and you need your hand, and you're going to punch a wall, follow Jeremy's comments. Next. <laughs> Get the loop. <laughs> oh, I'm in a great mood, guys. Can you tell? It's the alcohol. You definitely no, alcohol. I don't need. I don't need alcohol to be this funny. Uh, I'm just. Uh, I'm. I'm just bitter. Because the wolves can have a guy punch the wall, Rudy Gobert fighting his teammate, fist fighting, and my Rockets can't get. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. More than 20 wins. Well, we got 22 wins, but whatever. But... A couple championships, cop yourself. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I, I just wanna... he was about, <laughs> but he was about six years old during that time. Doesn't matter. He, he beat my dicks once. He had 11. To go. Eleven. <laughs> he, had, he had the twin towers. I mean, he can calm down. You gotta have some bad years. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's it's an undisciplined team at the end of the day. It's an undisciplined team, but it just goes to show you how far they can go if they were actually disciplined. Look at Memphis. Memphis is an undisciplined team, and they're the two seed. So it's about time these teams just start. I get it. They're young. You know what I mean. John Morant with more issues than the average player. Okay, I get it. He has subscriptions. John Morant has subscriptions, not just issues. Something like that, yeah. But um, but just imagine, just the big message here is just how, how far could they really go if they were actually disciplined. The Wolves are a very talented squad. I'm not a big fan of Gold Bear, never really have been, you know. But he won DPOY once, okay, even though he gave up 37 points to Ben Simmons. That you you have you have to follow with a championship. You have to follow that alone with a championship, or you won't live it down. So Gobert, stop punching your own teammate and start punching the ball in the basket. Well, and you know, you every time I hear these stories, I think, let me see, could this guy actually fight? No. So quit trying. Quit throwing. Quit uh, quit punching things. Quit. I mean, and you know darn good and well the punch that they throw is terrible technique, which, you know, it's terrible technique, and then they hit a wall, which a bone will never win. See, and it's like, that's, this is the whole thing. It's like, we're, like I said, we're just an angry society, period. We're not trying, we're, it's like, you got to remember, look at all of the shows of, like, just say the 70s. Okay, I'm just saying this for everyone, you know? Think about this, I mean, you know, 70s and 80s. You had a Mr. Miyagi at Kwai Chang Kane. You had all those guys. They're trying to teach you to have about a 37 heart rate. Settle down and handle. 
We don't get these. We don't have these people. We don't have this. We don't. We don't have the thing where it's just like take it because truthfully, there was a lot of that back in the time. But guess what? There's you can't. Guess what? People are swinging on each other, but they can't fight each other in the thing anymore. They get suspended, so they've got to. They get themselves an outlet. So that's the unfortunate part, because you could fight, you could, you weren't even out of game when you got about that. Now you've taken an outlet because people still have their violent tendencies. Okay, so let, let's move along a little bit. Let's go back to the NFL. Haskins' family lawsuit alleges he was drugged in a blackmail conspiracy. They filed suit. It's almost been a year to when Dwayne Haskins was killed when he was on a freeway, basically in Fort Lauderdale, and was struck and killed by a dump truck. He was, his blood alcohol was at 0.20. He had drugs in his system that they're saying somebody slipped him. They're not sure. But they filed a suit for against the highway division because it's under construction. There's not enough lighting. The speed limit wasn't the right. He was given too many drinks. I mean, there's a whole bunch of lawsuits. Anybody want to talk, comment on that? that? That's the problem with our society. We become a litigious society. We sue everybody for everything. It's a shame the poor man lost his life. You know, I, no, I, if he was drugged, Whoever did that, if they don't, if they have an idea for what it was, you want to go after that person by all means. You know, should have, if he was at a place drinking, should they stop serving when they think he's inebriated? For sure. That's part, that's the law. You know, I, I agree with those things. But <laughs> after that, I mean, what's the goal of this? You know, uh, just, you know, keep his memory alive, not by suing people, by thinking of the positive he's done. Yeah. And, but the thing is, he, guess why he was there in the first place? Trubisky invited him for the, when they could all get to know each other. And when they, when Trubisky was going to be the starter at the time, mm-hmm. and he, they he invited they invited Pickett, invited everybody, and over there and stuff like that. And he goes, and you know, and they were all going to work together, and that's what a team does. And all of this happened. So guess what? I can't see this being a little suicidal deal. Something happened in the midst of it. There was also talk that he was having an argument with his estranged wife in the midst of it all. And it's like, does, who knows, does she have something to do with this? She's the last person to talk to him. Cause she was talking to him on the phone when he supposedly ran out of gas. And that's why he got out of his vehicle and was walking around. Cause she called nine one one and the nine one one operator actually said, we, they had just responded. He heard somebody else in the same center stating that someone was, um, struck on a highway by so she's on the phone with saying you know um, my husband is isn't responding he had just called me and he's like okay well let me talk let me see because someone else was just responding saying that you know there was someone walking on the expressway too so there, there's a whole lot more to this story and apparently this lawsuit is supposed to bring out more of the facts because they need the lawyer is trying to get more information. So why they have to sue to get all this information is beyond me. But is there something is there something to unseal? That's the question. Must be something. I'm not sure. Okay, so let's switch over. So let's switch over to a little bit of baseball. 
Did uh, any baseball? Did anybody see the clip about today Aaron Boone getting thrown out of the game? Bye bye. Yeah, JB's happy. <laughs> I'm not a fan, even though I'm a Yankee fan. I don't like Boone. Do, do never we know why, why he got thrown out? Yeah, he so, he was uh, he was upset that they reviewed the uh, the catch that they ended up calling not a catch. It was over the 15 seconds, and the Cleveland manager actually never really wanted to challenge it. And it's funny because I watched the Cardinal game two nights ago, where um, you know the catcher was supposedly on the plate, but the Cubs waited to uh, the Cubs. The Cardinals waited too long to challenge, and the umpire wouldn't allow the challenge. So I didn't even know that was a rule with all these new baseball rules. But yeah, there's a 15 second clock. The managers have to make a challenge. And apparently they had played they were showing this a replay of this on the scoreboard and yes. all the fans reacted to it and that's what prompted they're saying yes. now them to replay and relook at it and then change the call to what in actuality was the correct call but was called too late and should they have even reviewed it with that 15 second now that they implemented that rule it's the first time i could ever think of the fans actually making the difference in a a call umpires Mm -hmm. never care what the fans do and for them to go outside of the rule the 15 second rule and on top of it change a call i mean even though the call would have was changed to the right call it's just very weird you know Mm-hmm. Any other reactions? Anybody else see that? Or yeah, we're we're gonna see. We're talking about all these clocks now. You know, we're talking about all these clocks. It's gonna cause more arguments as, as the years go by. We're not gonna have any hardly any arguments anymore. Other side of a rare one, like a little Earl Weaver type. You know, someone's gonna blow up. We'll call him. We'll call him Earl Boone or Aaron Weaver. Either way, if someone's going to have a blow up. But other than that, we're gonna see a bunch of these this year because people aren't used to these uh, clocks. Like remember in the preseason, um, a the Cardinals a Cardinals game to start a Cardinals game with somebody else. I think the Blue Jays started one and one because both of them, because both of them, uh, bo- I mean the batter didn't get into the box and the pitcher didn't get it off in time. So we're gonna see a pile of these. We're gonna see a pile of these until until people get used to it. It I'll say this though, it is overall I do miss the shift because it does take away the um, it does take away the uh, strategy out of the game. Yep. Take take strategy out of the game. There is a speed difference. It's like it doesn't matter to us. No, not really. But we got gray hair for a reason, gray and bald for a reason. You know what I'm saying? We're older. We've seen the deal. But remember this too, guys like Greg Maddox and um, guys like Greg Maddox and uh, Nolan Ryan and Randy Johnson through record <clears throat> times. They didn't need a clock. They got it off immediately. All of them did. So, but it got to the point over these years. These players got that. You know, I see they got they needed a clock somewhere. And guess what? That's the fall of the other ones. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's just one of those rules where you know how in in football there are certain plays that are non-reviewable after two minutes and, and whatnot. And I think I think it kind of you know because I see in football, it's like it takes away from the integrity of the game. And I'm saying the same thing about baseball. You know. Because the fact remains is is what was what was the correct call? Like you said, Candy, it was supposed to be the correct call. The man caught it, you know. And it's simple: go to the camera and take a look at it. Never mind that. Oh, well, 
They didn't do it in 15 seconds. You know, like if 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 you see if you see something that looks like a close call, you know, guys on the ground, he caught it. You thought it might have came out, whatever. Just go take a look at the camera. Like it should be automatic if you think, you know. Especially an umpire, you can only see so far away. And the umpire at first can only see so far away. You know, like I don't know. I just always felt like it should have been just automatic, you know, instead of just, hey, you want to challenge it? No, you good? Okay, then. Then everyone sees the replay. Oh, everyone reacts. But then by that time, no, next pitch. Well, this has no. gone since 85. You got to remember, there was a video while this show, Don Deckinger's um, screw up at the, uh, against Kansas City and St. Louis. The screw yeah. up showed him he was safe at first, or he was I, out by a mile. Excuse me. Oh. It showed that. There was a video that showed it on the wall over there. And the, yeah. uh, the, the thing over there, and they still didn't change it. I'll even go as far as saying this, and I said it at this time period. You remember when umpire Jim Joyce called uh, safe on the on the near perfect game? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I told yes, on the, yes, yes. I said it then. I'll say it now. I said the one to blame, the one to blame was not Jim Joyce. He's making a split second call, right? I said the one to blame was Commissioner Bud Seeley. That's who to blame because instant replay was in every sport but yours. Right, yeah. but yours. Why? But that that being, said, bro. that being said, even though the call was incorrect in game, it was past the fifteen seconds. Mm -hmm. There is a legitimate gripe if that has been made a rule by the the team where it was changed to. You know what I'm saying? There's a legit legitimate not, not gripe. Not only that, there. not only that, the opposing manager said, "I didn't challenge the call." Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. So the umpires took it upon themselves to, re to reverse a call that wasn't challenged because of fan reaction and seeing it on the Jumbotron. Now, while, while all that's great because we got the call correct, the rules are the rules because they're the rules, whether we agree with them or not. Right. So they just basically said, we don't care about the rules. We're just going to umpire the game the way we choose forget about baseball's rule book you know right. so that, that's the bigger that, issue with it so you know right and that is the bigger issue and aaron boone probably shouldn't have been ejected over that because he was in his right to be upset at that particular instance but we sure do need a billy martin you know or an earl weaver to come out there and really get at the umpires <laughs> and tabula sorta we don't have i miss i miss the billy martin days that guy got ejected more than anybody but those three, they Bobby Cox. Great. Bobby Cox. Yeah, but nobody can pass to the three I mentioned. That being said. So last I, night. Go ahead, Jeremy. Go ahead. 
That being said, we can go back to a certain playoff game in the 2014-15 season where the first time you ever heard this statement by a referee was in the playoffs. There is no flag for pass interference on the play. Oh, I know what game you're talking about. I know exactly what game you're talking about. And yes, they got hosed. That was the very first time you heard those words come out of any head referee in the NFL's mouth. I know I went back and looked as far as I could on YouTube, as far back as I could. For you can probably watch the whole game. In YouTube, you probably watch the whole game. No, I'm just saying on YouTube, you can watch all the games from that are over five years old all the way through with I no problem. I, I did it during COVID. I did. I watched by 70% of the bears from the 84 on. I did it during COVID. Oh, and I'm I, sorry. And I didn't even lock down. <laughs> no, nothing to be sorry about from the 80s. Hey, nothing to be sorry you about had one, from the 80s. You had one great, fantastic year. Yes, no, 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 you're no. right. No, but 84 to 88 was fun, even if you didn't have the fight. You know what I mean? I mean, those. That was amazing. But no, the thing about it, though, Pardon is me. I didn't even lock down and I watched it. I get the point. You know what I mean? I was I was doing deliveries during the time and I have it right on my phone. It was fun to watch during those, you know? And there was that same team got hosed on two back-to-back big end of the games between Kansas City and Green Bay in 2019. And I actually boycotted the NFL and went back after each game and watched the last two minutes of every game and wrote down how many times out of 276 games there was a game-changing incorrect or non-call. You want to know how how many games it was that year? How many? 62% of 276 games. Wow. Referees are... See, but here's a funny. Referees used to be worse. That's huge, though. I'm just saying that's huge. Referees used to be worse. This is the funny thing, though. Refs used to be worse. Yeah, there was a time when it was worse. Back in the 90s, it was horrible. I know. But yeah, I know. but it wasn't as obvious because the replays weren't as good. Yeah, that's yep. true. Yeah, HD true. is what ruined the, the refereeing the way it used to be. Welcome that's to true. 2006. Ever since 2006. Yep. Okay, Candy, Candy's going to take back the show here. Candy's going to ask a couple of questions. And I okay, want... The, the Candy says... Anybody to answer, whoever knows the answer, I want you guys to answer the question, okay? Last night, one of the teams finished a feat that they were the last team in the league to accomplish. One player did it. The Marlins with the cycle. The Marlins with the cycle, correct. That was their 4,700th game, and it's the first player from Miami that hit for the cycle. That's so crazy. With, that, with that being said, who has the mo- who has hit the most cycles in their career? Is it Mattingly? No. Wait, Bob. Uh, Mattingly was a good put- Mattingly was a pretty damn good hitter. He was a great yeah, hitter, but, but that's aside from the triple. Yeah, he was lacking in the triples. Yeah. It's gotta be someone who's quick enough to get triples. Ricky Henderson? Ted Williams? No. <clears throat> It wasn't no, Jose Canseco. You paid money for that bat, right? No, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky, Ricky Henderson would hit two or three homers or two to three singles so he could have stolen yeah. bases. He wouldn't do it. Yeah. He wouldn't do that. Yeah, his thing was stealing bases. Uh, he had one year where he led in triples as well as stolen bases. It was right. actually the babe. 
He has 12. Babe Ruth. Wow. Babe Ruth. wow. I didn't expect that. Uh, exactly. So Him? my next question, what's the rarest thing to accomplish in baseball? The perfect game. No, I don't think so. No. The rarest thing in baseball. Um, it has to be the cycle. Hey, Tampa. Uh, Tampa no, 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 no. I got it. Then I got it. The, 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 the rarest thing to accomplish in baseball is the true cycle. That's hitting all four in order. Actually, it's the unassisted triple play. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say the immaculate wow. inning in a second. Which, which, which ballpark has the most cycles been hit in? I want to say Fenway. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. And my last baseball trivia question. Has there ever been a game where it was the perfect game, there was only 27 pitches thrown? Yes, no. probably. I'd say yes. No. I'm going to say no. No, that would be a, a basically impossible. That's nine immaculate innings. No, no. That, you know, that is, that's nine... Perfect defensive innings. Perfect defensive it's a, innings yeah. May 13th of 1952, Class D Bristol Twins, Ron Nakari struck out. He went 27 batters, nine innings. And how See, many strikeouts? Wait, 27, wait. 20, he, he just said he struck out everybody. 27 innings, he, it says. Yeah, but you that's said 27. That's pitches. nine immaculate that's innings. The difference between 27 pitches and 27 outs. <laughs> it's a yeah, 27 were... pitch game. It was 27 pitches. No, but if he had if he had strikeouts, if he had strikeouts, it can't be 27 pitches. It can't be 27. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing though, Candy. You set that one up as far as everything like that. It's like that's the whole thing. It's like I am immediately. I admit I hear something like that. I immediately like think twice before I say no to anything, because there's a, but, there's a, but twenty-seven there's a, pitches, but twenty-seven, 27 strikeouts, twenty-seven no, pitch game. I it's a twenty-seven I strikeout. Yeah. So I, I got a baseball question real quick. Did I be asking? Sure. Jordan, Jordan Walker on uh, the Cardinals, twelve game hit streak, under twenty years old. He's he passed Ted Williams at ten, and now he passed somebody from like nineteen oh eight. Um. That or the the Rays winning twelve in a row, which is more impressive? Jordan, Jordan, and uh, that would have been in nineteen oh eight. That would have been Honus Wagner, I do believe. No, with somebody somebody's name I never heard of. Oh, okay. Jordan, because, Jordan, because this is a strikeout world. So somebody that can be able to keep their um, keep their consistency yeah. and keep their discipline like that. Because because you got to realize when you said twelve in a row, that's understood. But the Cubs in one of their sixty five win seasons. After the between the, the almost the all star break into the all star break, hit 12 wins in a row, like back, I mean, but back in the 90s. So the the sick thing about the sick thing about this kid is he's played 12 major league games, he has a 12 game hit streak. I mean, what are the odds of that? I know, you know I mean, yeah. The Rays, the Rays, on the other hand, while it's amazing to win the first 12 games of the year, they've really played really bad teams, mm-hmm. it'll actually equal out, mm-hmm. they're going to lose eventually. I mean, the kid's not going to get a hit one day. It took him to the ninth inning. He got a broken bat single today. But, you know, 12 games in a row for a rookie under 20 years old, that, that to me is sick. Well, that's discipline. That He's got mm-hmm. bat discipline. Just the idea that you said he had a broken bat single. He's hitting every type. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he's hitting every type. How many kids that age have that kind of bat discipline? They're all going for, they're all going for power. He's the literally ball. doing it all. Yep. 
And I mean, I, granted, they might be against some bad teams, but getting twelve hits—he's a rook, right? Oh no, I'm talking twelve about the hits. The Rays were against bad teams. They had twelve-game winning streak to start the season oh, against yeah. all bad teams. So they haven't yeah. played anybody good yet. Yeah, that is true. I um, <laughs> but no, absolutely, it's, it's the twelve hits because you know, and Jacob, we've talked about it. Chicks dig the long ball, you know. Um, this man is actually sticking to his foundational roots of just let the bat make contact with the ball and then let the rest, you know, fall into place. To do that for 12 games straight, that's pretty, pretty impressive. Oh, yo, I mean, just the idea, considering this is the world of um, we got to we got to hit power. We got to do all this. Just the fact that we're talking. This is the world that we're talking that Otani is supposed to be baby. You know, he's got 74 points behind as far as his best. You get my point? That's just mm. all I'm bringing up. We're in that world where it's 267, so most of the best, and this kid's hitting every widget, every field. So, I mean, he's literally old school. Mm. So we're going to reel it in with our sports town of the week. We are going to talk about Minneapolis. Do you think it's a good sports town or not? Ooh. Um, um it's, it's all right. It, it, it's okay. I mean, uh, but... I mean, when you think about it, I mean, the, the winningest team there is the Twins. <laughs> and their last World Series victory was in the early 90s. Uh, but no. 91. Uh, 90, yeah, 91. I mean, you know, but, uh, but outside of that, I mean, I'm not going to take, like, too much away from them. Their fans are really passionate, you know, especially if the Vikings are having a good season. Uh, they've had, they've had what, what like five great seasons and still zero Super Bowls, right? Still zero, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you could, you, you could totally talk about that there. I can, I can, I can. Yeah, <laughs> they exactly. have yeah. they have one world championship in a shortened year in 1969 because of a strike. Mm-hmm. At least the Lions have four world championships outside of that, which is what became the Super Bowl. See, in proxy, same lineage, same lineage. Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, go ahead, Jacob. Well. I gave his answer. Uh, so I was going to say, I think about Minnesota. I think I think you got passionate fans. I also think this is the wrong. We're in a, such a different era now, where it is going to be so tough for small town teams. Be, well, outside of the Cardinals, St. Louis seems to get the Jordan Walkers all over the dang place. They get their players, but it's like I think it's maybe it's, I don't know what the thing is. Maybe the Cardinals, whatever the reasoning is. But Minnesota, every time they get to the playoffs, they get swept. You know, this is not the – I mean, they have passionate fans, but they never you can never get a big name or keep a big name. So I would say it's probably about a 7 out of 10 passionate fans, but you can't get the best players. Or you can't – either if you do get the best players, you can't keep them. Mm. So it's like it's it's hard to really keep the excitement going there. Yeah. What's well, kind of – Yeah. Oh, 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 no, I was just going to say, like, with um, Minnesota, you know, like, if the Timberwolves were in the Eastern Conference, they probably have another world championship outside of the 91 Twins. But go ahead, Jamie. Listen, they have great facilities. Target Field, the new uh, football stadium they have there. Um, you know, the Twins are always good. They've been part of that division, you know, have owned that division since Cleveland fell off. Um, you know, the Vikings are the Vikings. You know, only one team can win a championship. You know, it's hard when you're not 
a team that could spend a lot of money, um, like the Yankees or the Dodgers in baseball. In football, you know, the, the Vikings have had chances. They just never got there. Hockey is completely different. I, I don't know how, you know, the Wild have never done it, but they're kind of a new team uh, there. And the Timberwolves, they just never seem to have luck. So, but, you know, they have great facilities, passionate fans. I think it's a, probably a nine. Jeremy? Mm. I rank it better than Nashville. So, because their fans are more passionate in every single sport. Um, the Minnesota, I mean, the Twins, you know, they have a great following. The Vikings have the Skull Crew. Still keep on losing. I think that's what it stands for. But um, <laughs> and then you got the Bucks and the Minnesota Wild. I, I they still have a hockey team called the Wild, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they Go are a four sports. Stars. Go to the North Stars. No. No, that's Dallas Stars. Dallas it stars used to be the Minnesota North I know, Stars. I know, I know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, it's a four sport town. You can't Actually, knock it too much. Jeremy, it's six. It's Vikings, six. Oh, Twins, Wild, the Timberwolves, the, the Lynx, Lynx and, and the Minnesota United FC. Oh, really I forgot sick. about soccer. I'm talking about the major sports. <laughs> but that's hey, quite Champions a few League teams. But that's a, that's a yeah. I mean, still, that's that's a lot. And also, you know, Minnesota itself has actually got. Almost as many golf courses as uh, Michigan. Oh. Okay. Michigan has over 11,000. Michigan has over 11,000, and Minnesota has like 10,872, if I remember right last count. You played them all, right? Hell no. (laughs) I might have accidentally drove across them with my car at one time or another. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, Don, to the last segment. Parting shots. Who would like to go? Well, JB, I mean, I know you three have to go, go on and get on to your next show. So, JB, why don't you start? Okay. So, baseball, week two. I'm going to go back to Jordan Walker. We need more people that could just put the bat on the ball. You know, there's a lot of home runs and a lot of bad baseball. But when you see a, a kid 19 years old, not even 20, that just keeps getting hits, Keeps doing it game after game, fighting off pitches, doing what he has to do. It, it's impressive. And I, I can't, I'm going to see how far he can go. I, I hope it can continue for a little bit because it could be something that would be fun to talk about and see how he handles pressure. Jacob. It's time to start. It's time for fans to start understanding the difference between the type of coaches out there instead of just wanting to get everybody fired all the time. You, you've got your coaches that are a you know, they're the teacher. Then you get the ones that are, oh, okay, well, we'll, we'll go bottom. You get the ones that are completely pathetic and terrible. Then you got the Jets, Jim Boylan. Then you get the one that's the teacher who's not going to win a lot, but he's helping young people, which, you know, guess what? It's a Popovich is turning into that. Then you get the very, very best. You're lucky to get the very, very best. But even when you get the very, very best, you become the Bulls and you had Thibodeau at one time, and then you end up getting Hoiberg and Boylan. This is the thing. Start understanding the difference with your emotions and what your emotions are doing. They'll fire them, then you get worse. And then you complain about that. Start understanding what you got. 
because right now at this point of time, I'm not saying Billy Donovan's the greatest by any stretch of the imagination, but he's not those guys. And he had a big problem in, the, in Chicago to have to fix. You better be careful about wanting him fired before you get another piece of crap. And it can happen in Chicago. We've just seen that twice in a row before Billy Donovan. Okay. Denzel. Endeavor strikes a deal to buy World Wrestling Entertainment. Um, Jacob and I have talked about this, but they've always had a love and respect for each other and even crossover dealings since pretty much the 1990s with uh, Ken Shamrock and Dan Severn. You know, it's like that couple that, you know, they've always loved each other, but for whatever reason, they just couldn't get together. Well, now they're finally grown and they are together. With that being said, Vince McMahon is back in WWE. The old man just could not stay away. I put a post up on Wrestling Discussions that said Vince McMahon is going to be headed into hated territory because when he came back, the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania, there were significant changes, and the roster has felt the morale drop so low. It, they said it was as low as right before Vince McMahon left uh, last year. Um he, you know, he he gets the love and respect and admiration for turning it into. Now, when Vince first got WWF, he, it was at he was at one million. He turned it into a several billion dollar global entity, right? He's always going to have respect for what he did for the business, but at some point in time, fans are going to deem the business bigger than him. Because let's face it, WWE won't die with him. I'm talking about when he legitimately goes in a casket in front of a church, okay? WWE's not going to die with him, okay? It's going to live long after him. So fans are going to start deeming WWE bigger than him. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to begin to hate the man. And I mean legitimate hatred. Because what he's been doing is ruining the product. He's the Jerry Jones of professional wrestling. Jeremy. Well, an interesting news about my team. They made a trade with the Atlanta Falcons. Jeff Okuda, the third pick overall in the 2019 draft, is now an Atlanta Falcon for mm -hmm. a fifth round pick. I think it's a mistake because we saw when we were using the press man coverage, he was a shutdown corner. We switched to zone, and he struggled, so they benched him and didn't use him as much, and he started to get the zone after practicing for six weeks. It started to look better at the end of the year. I think it was a mistake to call to ship him out so soon because he only played 10 games with the worst coaching staff in the history of football. Matt Petrasha. Okay. My parting shot. Believe it or not, Denzel and Jacob, you almost touched on it on Pundit's view. The issue pundit, of pundit. Pundit's Pundit, I'm sorry, yes. The issue of mental health. Giannis, thank you for not retiring in 2020. It came out today that he actually had conversations with the front office that he was going to retire right after he signed the huge multi- deal making him the highest paid because of mental ish issues he didn't think he was normal he didn't he's come out and said that he's been in therapy for and counseling sessions he's he said he wanted to be not just a better basketball player but a better man 
um, better partner, better, better person. I'm so thankful that he reached out and got the help that he needed because so many people in this world don't, they take, they take things into their own hands and they, they get depressed. They decide what they want. They don't have respect for other people. We see a lot of that. Thank you for taking the time to actually going out there, getting the counseling that you need. Yes, you're not about to go out and shoot other people. He plays basketball. He's mi millionaire, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have some of the same problems that the rest of us do. Thank you for bringing that to the forefront. And thank you for being a role model and someone that actually people can look up to as a, as a young, young person that wants to be like you. Yep. So with that, thank you guys for having, a, it's been a great show. Now, if you want to all quick say what you, where the people can reach you or what they can watch you, because I know you guys are getting ready for confidential over on sidelines. So after you're done viewing this, everybody head over to sideline to hear, see confidential. Go ahead, JB start. JB underscore the program sideline sports confidential on in about seven minutes. Jacob. Um, the Jake, the, I mean, the Jacob Christner at sidelinesportsnet.com, uh, 10 billion shows around, and I'm going to probably be on Gauntlet Thursday and Friday. Denzel? He will be on Gauntlet Thursday and Friday. Um, Gauntlet Enterprises, LLC, uh, Jay Nelson at, uh, at sidelinesportsnet.com. Uh, Gauntlet, Confidential, which is coming up next. Punish, Punish, Basket Bros. Um, you name it, we got it. Sideline Sports. Click that subscribe button. Jeremy. Well, you can find me on the SouthFloridaTribune.com underneath the Motor City Tribune heading where you'll find me with the list of authors, sort of like the guy who's not here, enjoy Jay Corn and myself. Then you got Sideline Sports, which also helps to present Kneecap Biting with Smoking Jeremy B, where I will be on the gauntlet, gauntlet Thursday and Friday. You can also find me on the SouthFloridaTribune.com any night of the week because either Candy or Scott will bring me here. <laughs> You bet. You got it. So if you, if you enjoy this show, come see, hit that red subscribe button, like us, share us with all your other friends, family, anybody that you think would enjoy shows like this. The same with sideline S subscribe there. Uh, three chicks in a pod on Tuesday nights or chicks and salsa on Tuesday nights at seven 30. But most importantly, if you like this show, if you want to comment and be a guest on this show, send us an email, ideas, SouthFloridaTribune at gmail.com. If you want to advertise, you can call Scott, even though he's not here tonight, 954-304-4941. We're live on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. Please hit the subscribe, South Florida Tribune. And if you want to listen to us, list the audio versions available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, it's been a pleasure this evening. Thank you guys for entertaining me. Thank you, Smoking Jeremy B., J.B. Ellis, Jacob Krishner, and Denzel. Until the next time, hit Confidential. Confidential right now. Yeah.